Long to Be, a Magical Trip Report podcast. I am your host, Virginia. Thank you all for joining me today. If you are new, welcome, and I hope that you'll keep coming back and share the show with friends. If you are a repeat listener, thank you, thank you, thank you for continuing to come back and spend time with me. You are simply the best. Before we get into the interview, I have another review to share. So thank you to iVol for Fun, whose review is titled Fun and Informative. iVol for Fun says, Wow, what a thrill. Another great Disney trip report show. I just discovered it yesterday and have already listened to three episodes. I especially like the way Virginia interviews pre and post trip. Reminds me of Shannon on WDW Prep to Go, but without all the extra podcasts I'm not really usually interested in. Virginia has a relaxed, easy style and does not talk about her own experiences more than necessary as other hosts do. Really great content, great interviews, and love hearing about folks' individual experiences. I'm grateful to the guests who do the work to keep track of their trips. Love the good long podcast and really cannot find anything that I haven't enjoyed. Give it a listen. Thank you so much for that review. It really does mean a lot, both because it will help the show and just personally because it does make me feel good and like I'm on the right track with what I'm doing here. If you are enjoying what you are hearing, please also consider rating the show. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can also leave a review just like Ivol for Fun did. And maybe, just maybe, you'll hear it on the show. And now, let's talk Disney. Today, I am welcoming back Bianca Siani to the show to talk about all the details from her recent trip to Walt Disney World. Bianca is multi-talented, so if you are looking for a Disney travel agent, she'd love to help you plan the perfect vacation that meets your specific needs. But if you live in the New York City or Westchester County area and you need a realtor or a hairstylist, she can also take care of you there. Bianca is full of personality and really has a way of telling a story. I really love chatting with her and I hope you will love hearing it. Don't forget to check out all the photos posted on Instagram as you listen. Here's Bianca. Welcome back to the podcast. How are you today? I'm awesome. How are you? I am good. I'm so excited to hear all about your trip. So we're talking today, it's November the 10th, and you got back on the 3rd. So you've had a week to kind of readjust to normal life. Have you readjusted? Are you back in the real world? Yeah, yeah. I finally folded all the clean clothes from the trip today. So Okay. We'll be back. I haven't put them away, but they're folded. So. Good for you. You probably That's- can't see this on the camera, but I literally, I have a piano behind me and on the piano is folded laundry that needs to be put away. Nice. So yeah. that's always the hardest part. I feel like you can do the laundry and then it can sit there for a while. <laughs> exactly. Start living out of the basket, just pulling things. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I'm feeling good. Surprise. We got back on the fourth. Oh, you did. Okay. Our flight got delayed. So Mm -hmm. when it got delayed, we weren't going to get home until almost two o'clock in the morning. And we were in Miami. My brother lived there. So we had a place to stay. And we just saw that there was a flight at about 8 a.m. the next morning. So they switched it for us for free. And we stayed the extra night and went home the next day. Nice. Good good call, I think, considering. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Overall, everything went smoothly. Just general, we'll get into all the day-to-day, but... It was a great trip, I can say. Like, every trip has its surprises, Mm -hmm. uh, and this one definitely was not dull. 
but it mm-hmm. was good. And I can't say anything negative. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into all the juicy details. So on Monday the 30th, you were flying into Orlando and you had mentioned that you normally fly first thing in the morning, but this was an evening flight for you. So any hiccups with the flight and how did you feel about flying at night compared to what you normally do? I definitely like flying in the morning better. I didn't dislike it but I would always prioritize flying in the morning over the evening. I went into it trying to stay cool and not get nervous when it came to the airport leaving in the evening because people warned us about what it would be like when we got to the airport and we were like, yep, gotcha, we'll get there early. But we got to the Westchester airport 30 minutes before our flight was boarding. So it was packed. And they had all these lines and they were calling flights. And then when your flight got called, then you can get online for security. So there was a line to get online for security. So that was so scary. And my husband was definitely getting nervous. So that's the way it is. I'm sure it's the same for you guys. Like if one spouse is nervous or whatever, the other one stays cool. Like Mm -hmm. just so that you can't both freak out. Right. So uh, I kept my cool and we, we just, I go up to people with a smile and kind of like say, Oh, where do I go for this? You know? And then sure enough, they were like, Oh, you go right there. I'm like, great. Before I knew it, I was in security and I got through and we got there right on time to walk right on the plane. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, do you normally fly out of Westchester as an airport? I try to lately. Yeah. Lately I've tried to more because we live 15 minutes from that airport. And we have a deal with my in-laws where when we do that, they'll drop off my car at the airport like the day we're flying in. And then I'm just paying for parking that day for a few hours. Um, But for example, I'm going to Mexico and there's way less flights out of Westchester. So for Mexico, we chose Newark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I was asking because I was thinking Newark is probably not that big a deal for you to get to based on where you are. They're the same distance, JFK and Newark, but the service like the the mechanics of how people work there are so much better than jfk Mm -hmm. anytime i've gotten home from jfk i'm waiting a really long time for my bags i'm frustrated every time whether i'm leaving or coming back from jfk um laguardia i haven't done that much and then newark i've always been pretty happy Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Newark is pretty easy, uh, both in terms of like the long term parking options, and then also like getting where you need to be. Whereas yeah. I feel like with JFK, I mean, depending on what airline you're flying out of, you can be walking what feels like a million miles to get yeah. to your gate. And so even if you get there on time, like you have to do that thing. I You probably do this too, where it's like, okay, I'm here, I need to go like, visually see my gate before I can go grab a snack or go to the restroom or anything. I'm like, I want to see where it is and know where that I'm in the right place and everything. And yeah, touch base. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So you flew in. Did you land on time? Because I think you had anticipated 7 p.m. We did. We landed on time. It was the most beautiful sunset. I'm actually going to post some of those pictures. It was gorgeous. I love that part. So Mm -hmm. we enjoyed the sunset coming in and uh, we went, got our car, our bags came really fast and we went right to Epcot. Which uh, car rental uh, company did you use? Was it one that was right at the terminal? 
We did 60 or 6th, S-I-X-T. Okay. How was that? So that's actually a story within itself. So we got our car right away. Uh, Like I said, my husband's very excited about the rental car. So that was always his realm. Mm -hmm. So we got a 4 Series BMW. And I'll make the story fast, but we got there Monday night. So Tuesday morning, we saw that the windshield was cracked because it was nighttime. We didn't notice, but we noticed the windshield was cracked and it kept going. And we were planning to drive also to Miami and back Mm -hmm. from Daytona a lot. So we let them know right away. So they uh, let us go and switch the car, but we didn't do it Tuesday because we were going to Disney. Mm -hmm. So we did it on Wednesday. And when we went to switch the car out, we had to switch three times because every other car we were getting like either creaked or was shaking. (laughs) It was nuts. So were you literally pulling away from the airport and then having to turn right back around with all three of these cars? Yeah. Yeah. The first one we knew right away when we got in it, we started driving in the garage and it sounded like um, a creaky rocking chair. Mm. It was like, that's what it was. Oh, my dog just looked at me. She's like, what was that? <laughs> so the girl heard it too. Uh, and she was very helpful. She was like, go ahead, pick another. So we picked another. Go. And we're like, all right, let's go out and do a circle. So we did. And it was funny, but I, my thighs were shaking. And I was like, listen, it's bad enough I got to look at these thighs right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like now they're jiggling. <laughs> So like we can't because the other car was really smooth. Aside from the windshield, it was great. It had low mileage. It was new. It really was nice. Um, so then it was actually the third car that was the one we took. Mm-hmm. And nice enough of them, they upgraded it. It was an upgraded car. So instead of the four series, it was an eight series. So we were happy with that. It had its it was beat up, but we were safe and we were happy. And uh, we went on our way. Okay. So do you think that you will use this particular car rental company again? Or maybe you'll try something different next time? I think it would depend where we go. So Orlando, it didn't seem like they had many options um, Mm. of cars. When we brought the car back to Fort Lauderdale, they had a nice selection over there from what it looked like. So maybe if I was flying into Fort Lauderdale, I would try it. They had mm-hmm. a lot of nicer cars there. But Orlando, I think we might try something different next time. Depend. It's always depending on that price because they did accommodate us. Mm-hmm. They made sure we drove away in a safe car. So And they credited us some money. We still haven't even spoken to them uh, mm-hmm. about it fully on the phone, but they already gave us a credit without us even saying anything. So, oh, okay. So it yeah, sounds like yeah, decent yeah. customer service. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes the rental car situation at the Orlando airport is, I, I think it's kind of hit and miss. There are some that, that you can get right there at the terminal and there are others you have to go farther for. Yeah. And it, maybe it's the times of year that I'm down there, but I have found that the prices can be a little bit out of control if you're trying to get a car for a week, if you're talking about adding on all the protection, which we usually do. So it can be like $1,000 for the week, which I think is too much. (laughs) Insured here in New York? Yes. Uh, My car insurance actually insures me for when Mm -hmm. I have a rental. 
I mean, I think ours does too. In fact, I called about it, I don't know, within the past, it was probably within the past year I called to make sure. Because I was saying to my husband, I was like, I'm pretty sure we're covered. But he was insistent that we get, I can't remember what it was. I think it was like in case you like injured somebody else so that you couldn't be sued. There was some reason he wanted yes. to add it on. And I, I was like, about. that really bumps up the price. Because like roadside assistance, we have AAA. So I think that works for a rental car for us as well. But yeah. I don't know. Um, one time we rented a car at Disney and my husband lost the key fob on Rock and Roller Coaster. <laughs> yeah. So we never got that key fob back. And we were sitting there at Hollywood Studios and he's looking through his bag. He cannot find the key fob, he cannot find it. And he's like, I think it fell out of my pocket on Rock and Roller Coaster. Anyway, long story short, we're sitting there. The entire parking lot has cleared out. Like the park is closed. Everybody's basically going home for the night. And finally, I was like, I need to get this kid to a hotel to get him fed. So I was like, okay, we're hopping on the Skyliner and we will see you when you figure out the situation. A truck had to come and like tow the car and they offered to give him a replacement car, but it was like, we're leaving tomorrow anyway. So he just got a ride. We're like, we'll just take a lift to the airport. But anyway, that was a really long story to say, like we've had some rental car stories back in our time. They should have a spare key for each car that if that happens to someone that they could just bring you the key or you you're forced yeah. to like take a cab to and from to get the key because it's something that could so likely happen on a vacation. Yeah. yeah. And the way it happened to you guys was just crazy because it was rock and roller coaster. I know. It was one thing after another. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I, my husband had walked by and I'm like, listen to this story that she's telling because he actually lost his hat on rock and roller coaster on this trip. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So it kind of like, that's not a big deal when we're talking about a key fob that got lost on the ride. You know, needless to say, any trips that we've been on since then where there's been a car involved, I am now the keeper of the keys. The key holder. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway. All right. So you hopped into your rental car with a broken windshield and went straight to Epcot. Um, I believe Epcot was open till 9 p.m. that night. So you must have had at least an hour or so to enjoy. Yeah, because I knew we were going to be talking. I paid attention to the time and we were walking in like out of the car, walking in at 7.55. And I said okay. to him, I wonder how much we can do in an hour and five minutes. Okay. How much did you get done? So we first went to the Journey of Water, which mm -hmm. was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It was so nice. I would love to go back and hang out in there for longer because there was so much to see. It's definitely the type of thing you do over and over. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun, I have to say, because there yeah. were all these interactive things. So one thing that was like very interactive amongst everybody there uh, was you would like raise your arms and then these like fountains of water would bubble and go crazy and everyone was there just like waving their arms and laughing and it was so nice mm -hmm. and um, one of our a couple of our friends we knew we we're going to be there but it's hard to link up and you don't want to always crisscross vacations because everybody wants to do different stuff mm -hmm. so I was like if we bump into them we bump into them so she had texted me, where are you? I texted her, where are you? And she goes, oh, I'm in the Moana thing. I'm like, 
I'm in here too. So we turned back, we walked back a little bit and we, we met up with them. We were in the same place at the same time. Oh, that's cool. What are the chances? That's, I mean, Epcot's huge. <laughs> huge. All of Disney is huge. I didn't know what park they were going to be at that night. And I was planning to go to Epcot. So uh-huh. that's what I did. And they happened to be there. Okay. All right. Well, where did you go to next after your journey of water? We went to Canada and got steak and mushrooms, which was delicious. Mm. Okay. Nice pieces of filet. And then we kept walking and uh, we... We stopped over in France. We got the Grand Marnier slush. Yum. Oh my gosh. That makes me want one tonight. (laughs) So refreshing. Yeah. So good. So we enjoyed that. And as we were walking with that, we stopped in Japan, which we don't always do. Mm -hmm. One of our friends was talking with the friend that we met up with. He was talking about the beef, the, the teriyaki bao. Uh-huh. He had mentioned that. So we said, oh, let's go see what they have. And they had a, it was called fiery, fiery sushi roll or something like that. And uh, we got one order and we shared it. And it was like possibly one of the best rolls of sushi I've ever had. Okay. All right. So that was at the food and wine booth? Yeah. And we got a sake that was $15. I don't have the cup on me, but, you know, imagine the palm of your hand. Like uh-huh. it was like this tiny cup that you get to keep, but it was a $15 sake. Was was it $15 tasty? To Lewis, yes. To me, like it was okay, but I didn't need to order another one for $15. Yeah. I love the Violet sake. Have you had that one before? Not yet, Violet. Oh, it's so good. It's it's back, um, you know, if, if you're walking into the Japan Pavilion, on the left, there's that little like hut type thing that you can buy drinks out of. It's like a bar. That's all it is, yeah. is a little bar. They have it there. And I'm not sure if they have it up at the quick service as well, but it is so good. I can't remember what all is in it. I want to say it's got some kind of like hibiscus flavor to it, but oh, it okay. is refreshing and just delicious. And it's pretty. I love sake. I, I've kind of gravitated away from red and white wine and more towards sake recently. So I think next time I'm definitely going to try that. Yeah. Delicious. Okay. Did you have time for anything else? Yeah. So we kept walking after the sushi and we actually just kept walking and stopped in Mexico right between Norway and Mexico. That's my favorite spot to watch fireworks in Epcot. Mm-hmm. And we walked right over there at nine o'clock and the fireworks started. Wow. So we got to enjoy that. Okay. And so Epcot Forever, I assume you had seen it before. Yeah. Okay. What are your thoughts? Oh, I think it wasn't very, it didn't feel very Disney. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. I was like, it's, it's fireworks and they're nice, but it didn't feel like Disney fireworks. It didn't do that. Maybe mm-hmm. one song in there was Disney related, but Harmonious, that was the one they just got rid of, right? Mm-hmm. I thought it was so cool because it hit like all cultures and Disney movies that yeah. embrace different cultures. And it was fun. There is yeah. a video of my mom from 20, had to be um, 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait. 
yeah, 2021, October, we went and uh, for my 30th. And there's a video of my mom. And I apologize to the viewers that can't, I mean, the listeners that can't see this, but imagine spirit fingers, you know, rising up. And she Uh was just going nuts. And it was awesome (laughs) to see her have so much fun with that. And that's, that's a Disney fireworks moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really liked Harmonious. In fact, I will frequently listen to the harmonious music while I'm working on my Spotify um, because there's just something so soothing about listening to familiar tunes being sung in a different language, you know, because it's like, I can't get distracted and really sing along per se, but I can hum along and continue thinking about what I need to think about. So point taken. I am taking that advice and I'm going with it. 100% going to do that because it just brings a little boost of serotonin and you're not distracted, like you said. Yeah. All right. So after that, you were going to take your time leaving. Now, we all know that when you are at Disney and the park closes, the stores are still open. So did you hit any stores on your way out in order to kind of extend your time a little bit more? We walked through that new store. What's it called? The new Uh, one. uh, Connections, connections. Yeah, we walked through it. No, Creations. Reason. Sorry, oh, it's Creations. Connect, connections Cafe, Creations Shop. <laughs> and it's next to each other. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I walked through it, but for some reason this year, the merch wasn't doing it for me. Oh, okay. All right. Which was good for my wallet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's true, but. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess like I just it didn't do it for me on the first glimpse. It, mm-hmm. I have to be sucked in on the first glimpse and then I start shopping. But yeah. for some reason, I didn't really fall in love with every, anything. I didn't like what they did with the Halloween colors this year. Yeah. They weren't Halloween to me. They were like it was a lot of teal. Teal. Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not going to. Yeah. But my sister got me this, which is a Disney 100. I don't know if you can see it. It's really cute. Does it have Ooh, a color? It's got a Mickey on it. Oh, okay. It. Yeah. Oh, I can see it. I'll yeah. send you a picture of it. Yeah, you okay. can kind of see it when I go like that. So for the so, listeners, she's got a new piece of jewelry around her neck. Oh, yeah. It's cool because it's got a Mickey Mouse, but it's classy. It's not mm-hmm. child, like young. Yeah. You know, yeah, I like it. real gold. Yeah, nice. Thank you. So we'll make sure that one of the pictures that you sent to me has that in it so that everyone can take a look at what we're talking about. Yes, will do. All right. So from there, you had an hour-long drive to Daytona. Yeah, and shout out to Lewis for driving because I knocked out. I fell asleep. I was so exhausted. Oh. <laughs> All right. Anything eventful about your night in Daytona? No, we pretty much just went right to bed. It's always really awesome going to the house. It, it feels so good to be there. Mm-hmm. Our dogs were there with us back in February, so their toys and their bed was there. So mm-hmm. that part was a little bittersweet. I did I did miss them. Mm-hmm. But Aww. when they're there, I can't go to Disney, so. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's very true. Having, having dog children is uh, another level of responsibility. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Tuesday, October 31st, and it was your wedding anniversary. So happy anniversary, belated. Thank you. you. All right. Tell me all about this magical Magic Kingdom park hopping wedding anniversary extravaganza. 
So on Tuesday, we woke up, we slept in a little bit because we were really tired and we knew it was going to be a long day. So we left the house about quarter to nine and got there about 10 a.m. And the first thing we did was I filled my popcorn bucket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lewis got his pretzel. And believe it or not, I think I said this before, it was all about the snacks. Yeah. I mean, well, speaking of pretzels, I do have to ask, does he just get the traditional Mickey pretzel or does he get one of the like the jalapeno ones or the special flavored ones that they have at Magic Kingdom? He gets the traditional Mickey pretzel. Okay. All yeah. right. And we, after we got those snacks, we went right to Tron. We got, I forgot to tell you this. Yeah. So when I, I set my alarm mm-hmm. and, you know, with one eye open, I, I turned, so I woke up maybe like 10 to seven, turned on the app, closed all my other apps and I started, um, hitting refresh mm-hmm. and I just kept hitting refresh. Somebody told me don't swipe down to let it reload. Just yeah. Hitting the button. Uh, join yeah. queue. Mm-hmm. So I kept doing it and sure enough, I got a, uh, boarding pass. But mm-hmm. like I said, we slept in and we didn't rush. Mm-hmm. So we got there at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. and our boarding group ended at 9:40. Oh no, and there's like a 15 minute grace period. So you literally lost it by 5 minutes. Oh my goodness. I yeah, so it's Disney though. So we just, you know, we went and we told them uh why we were late. We gave them, you know, our personal reasonings mm-hmm. and then the woman there, we also told her, "Oh, we need an anniversary pin." And you know, she she hooked us up. She was like, "Oh, okay." Let me let me help you out here. So she extended our. Oh, that's so good. Okay, yeah, because yeah, they've been pretty strict about Tron. Well, we went to guest relations. We didn't go to the ride. Okay, we didn't put them on the spot. Hot at the ride. tip: go to guest relations. So you went to like the town hall yes. guest relations. Okay, you walk in right over to the left. Okay, we had to set up the DAS pass for Lewis as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he has his own reasons for getting that. So mm-hmm. when we set that up. We also let her know what happened, and she she was uh, nice enough to extend the pass for us. Okay. All right. And you put those those buttons on, and did you get a lot of attention that day based on the fact that you were wearing an anniversary button? We did. We got happy anniversary from uh, cast members and from people at the parks. I love that. So, you know, I try to make a point when I'm walking around, if I see somebody with a birthday button or an anniversary button, yeah. you know, like it gives you a reason to reach out and talk to somebody else. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that did happen. And they put seven ears instead oh, of ears. That that's was cute. cute. That's really cute. All right. So how was Tron? Tron was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And they allow you to wait for the front row. So we we waited. We got the front row, and mm-hmm. it was a blast. Okay. And you've ridden so it before, right? Yeah. Okay. Night. How did you feel about the front row versus other spots in the train? I got, got the front row last time, too. Oh, so you've only ridden the front row. <laughs> yeah, because I do get a little nauseous if I'm in the back. So I just oh, tell okay. them, hey, I'll get nauseous if I'm in the back. And then they're like, all right, take the front. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, normally with coasters, I like to request the back because it feels faster. But when I rode yeah. Tron for the first time, I was like, I want my first time to be in the front so I can really see. And so yeah. I did the front row and I had 
a great time. And then the next time I wrote it, I was like, I, I would like to try to ride like in the middle or like somewhere else in the train car. And I think between the two, I actually liked sitting a little bit further back and not because it felt any faster because I didn't really feel like it felt any faster. But what I really liked was being able to see the other cars in front of me lit up. And so like the visual aspect of it, I thought was really cool. I love that. I'm going to be more open next time to sit somewhere, you know, even if it's the third. Yeah, I I think I was like in the middle somewhere. So maybe I had like four cars ahead of me. So, yeah. Yeah. Because you, it is beautiful. The, mm-hmm. the whole coaster itself, the way everybody looks in there, in their yeah. cycles. So <laughs> it's, it was so amazing. You fly on that. Oh, I, yeah. I, kept, like, I was trying to enjoy myself, but also I was like, oh, I hope my earrings stay on. I'm so nervous. Oh, my God. Can you <laughs> I don't imagine? normally wear like sentimental jewelry to yeah. Disney. And this time I did. And, and I was like worried about it. Uh huh. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine if like an earring would go flying while you're in the right? out. Well, really anywhere on the ride, but particularly in the outside where it like might hit someone in the face. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Shoes, okay. all that kind of stuff. But on Tron, yeah. you're really in there, really. Yeah. Your whole body's in there. Have cool. you tried to kind of sit up in it? Because I've seen people almost sitting fully upright when wow. they're in it. And I'm like, I don't. I don't know if I would feel comfortable like raising up from the handlebars, but no. it physically will let you do that. I didn't know that. I yeah. That. I'm tight. Elbows yeah. in, I'm pulled down. Like, no, I've seen photos of people at the launch where they're sitting up straight, almost like what it kind of looks like to me is, you know, you know, like a centaur where it's like half horse, half man, (laughs) like that, like they're sitting up like that, but they're on the little thing. That's a really weird thing to compare it to, but you know what I mean? Not cool. Not cool. Yeah. Get into it, people. Don't try to sit up. That's just weird. You're messing with the aerodynamics now. I know. I know. It's good. It's got to be doing something. (laughs) And what's cool about that ride, Mm -hmm. which rock and roller coaster should probably take some tips the way you put your stuff in the locker on your mm-hmm. way in and you get your stuff on the way out, nothing of value really comes on the ride with you. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah. You don't, was- you don't go losing hats or key fobs or exactly. <laughs> anything like that. Yeah. They thought a thing, you know, it's been quite a few years since rock and roller coaster was made. So yeah, it's definitely a tomorrow land type yeah. of ride. I do love the new lockers. Like I, I know it might be annoying to some people to have to kind of put your stuff away while you get on the ride, mm-hmm. but I, I do like the system. I think it's easy. It's nice that the place where you're getting your stuff from the locker is a different side than where you put it in. So you're not competing for space with other people trying to put their things inside a locker while you're trying to pull yours outside of a locker. So Right. And you want to just get right on the ride. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to be like walking around people who are getting their stuff out from getting off of the ride. So, right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's really well designed. I think it's, they've done a very efficient job of it. So yes, they did. All right. What was up next? So what did we do next? After that, we walked around a little bit and we actually went to get the cheeseburger spring rolls. Mm. <laughs> you know they, I love a cheeseburger spring roll. So delicious. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed every bite. <clears throat> nice, nice. Yeah, they were really good. So we enjoyed that, and then yeah, it was a lot of a lot of food and not that many rides. But mm-hmm. we did do Seven Dwarfs. We set up 
a pass for seven dwarfs with the DAS. Mm-hmm. And since we were doing Tron, we had time to kill. So we got our spring rolls. We went over to seven dwarfs, did that. Mm-hmm. Was it the front? It was also the front row. Yep. Okay. Cut the front row on that one too. Mm-hmm. And after that, more food. We stopped over at Gaston's Tavern mm-hmm. and Lewis got the LeFou's Brew, which okay. is a slushy apple pear. Um, what else is in there? It's like, I, I actually posted a picture of this on my Instagram already. Um, beautiful. It's like this foamy, slushy drink. And I got a Grey Stuff cupcake. Yum. It makes me so happy. It was so good. Delicious. Just as good as they say in the song. <laughs> so we got that. And then we're going to sound like such booties. After having those snacks, we went and got food. At first, we were going to try Cosmic Ray's crispy chicken sandwich, spicy crispy chicken. Okay. We were going to get that, but we even walked in and we were just like, oh, I don't know. I'm not in the mood for this. What else could we get? Mm-hmm. So for some reason, Columbia Harbor House came to mind and I looked at their menu on mobile order and they had a fish sandwich. So we were like, let's do that, you know, and we got a DAS pass for Haunted Mansion. So in the meantime, yes. while we were walking around, we went into Memento Mori, we got our fish sandwich, uh, we probably went and used the bathrooms or something, and then we rode Haunted Mansion. Okay. Well, that sounds like a really good day so far. Do you know approximately like what time that was? Yeah. So that was about 3 p.m. that we we were done with Magic Kingdom. Okay. All right. And you were going to park hop, but where did you end up hopping to? Because I think you were still trying to decide when we spoke last. We ended up at Hollywood Studios where I had the reservation for Olga's. Oh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember now. When we spoke before, you initially thought Oka's was a different day. And then within our conversation, you realized that it was actually the Tuesday afternoon. That's funny. Okay. I remember this now. <laughs> that was so funny. So we stuck with it. Mm-hmm. We just said, why not? So we went over to Oka's and we just got one drink each. Mm-hmm. We weren't in the mood to, to drink too much because it was going to be a long day. And we really wanted green milk. That's like our favorite thing in in Hollywood Studios to get. Mm-hmm. So we got at Oga's, uh, my drink was called the Outer Rim. And Lewis's was the Slug Slinger. Okay. So they both were tequila-based drinks. And Did they both have green milk in them? Or you got green milk separately from these drinks? We After we left Oga's is when we got the green milk. Yeah, oh, we got okay. that afterward. Okay. Um, but the drinks we got, they had tequila in them. And like mine had like black salt around the rim. Mm-hmm. It had this really cool foamy stuff that tasted like LeFou's brew oh. on top of it. Mm-hmm. And it was like almost like a pink color. It was really tasty, but it was pretty sweet. Okay. All right. Okay. And Lewis's was like bright green and it had these like mint leaf looking things in them. And it was a lot lighter. His, we probably both could have drank a few of those. They were a lot lighter. The the sugary drinks, they kind of get one and done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, those sound good. I'm going to have to take a look and see what's in both of those. Yeah. I'm posting pictures of pretty much all of these things, too, for reference also. Fantastic. So you can see. Fantastic. Yeah. 
All right, where to next? After that, we got our green milk and we were hungry. So we got a Ronto wrap. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had one? I love a Ronto wrap. I love both the lunch and dinner version and the breakfast version. Yes. Both are really good. I could mm-hmm. eat either one of those. And yeah. it's funny because I'm a little bit of a picky eater and it's something that has a lot going on. Uh-huh. So if you're a questionable eater, you're like, wait, because I have a lot of allergies. So oh, I okay. am skeptical a lot of times because of that. And it'll ruin my day if, if one little ingredient was something I couldn't have. Mm-hmm. But with Bronto Wrap, I'm good with both. So mm-hmm. we we shared it, though, because it's big. Uh huh. Well, it's big, and you've been snacking your way across the Walt yes. Disney World Resort, yes. so which I can totally appreciate because there are so many tasty things to have. Yeah, <laughs> we share all of them. Everything I've mentioned has been cut in half. Got except it. The pretzel and the popcorn and the spring rolls. I would not judge you if you had not been splitting them in yeah. half. But <laughs> no, not at all. But it, I, I like for the spring roll rolls. We look at each other and we're like. I'm going to get my own, you know, and oh, then yeah. things simple, like something big, like a Ronto wrap. We're like, I can't even, even if I wasn't eating anything else, like that's a lot. Yeah. I, I don't I want room for all the other stuff. Exactly. Exactly. That's what's so awesome about the food and wine festival is everything is so small that you mm-hmm. can have your own and still go and keep eating. Right. And it's, it's small portions that are, I would say fairly reasonably priced, although you can add up really quickly, but it's a good way to try something that maybe the person you're with is not interested in. You can still justify getting a little something for yourself and not having to worry about it. So yeah. Yeah. All right. So you had your Ronto wraps. Did you spend any other time in Galaxy's Edge? Because when we talked, you had told me how you had gotten into Star Wars over the pandemic. And so I know that you are fans now. Yeah, we hung out there for a little bit. We went to uh, ride Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. So we were there for quite a while and to the point where the sun started to go down there. So that was really beautiful. The sun actually sets right past the Millennium Falcon. Oh, okay. So that was oh, nice I that is see. beautiful. Yeah. And as we walked out, we always go in and out of Galaxy's Edge through Toy Story Land. It just happens that way. Yeah. So we walked out through Toy Story Land. We rode Toy Story Mania. Mm-hmm. And okay. How did you do? This was so funny because now, remember, we had our drinks in Ogas. We mm-hmm. had the green milk with the tequila. So, like, we were loose. and Loose and perhaps not as accurate with your aim? <laughs> you would think. But me, I was more accurate than ever. And he was less. So we're we're going through him and mm-hmm. we're at the end and I'm still beating him. Mm-hmm. And then I had my phone ready for the finale when they show you yeah. what animal you got. And he won. What happened? Huh. I don't know what happened. All he right. Won. Well, you, you need a rematch. That's all there is to We it. went for the rematch and he demolished me that time. I But I blame the ride, uh, the string device that you pull back yeah, the yeah. device yes but i don't even know what to call it the, <laughs> they use to shoot the screen it's uh-huh. crazy you have to pull the string so many times and your shoulder burns from it it's exhausting and i will say that anybody who has not done toy story mania before when they give you the practice round 
maybe take one or two shots to just like test it, but then you gotta you gotta cool it because by the time you get to the end of the actual gameplay, your arm is going to be killing you. Good tip. Because the test rounds, that's the same mindset that I have. Mm-hmm. I use it more to get the range of side to side and up mm-hmm. and down to figure yeah. out like if I have my aim on point for that and how much of a glide I have with the device. Mm-hmm. Because that's what happened on the second round when we went on. It was very sticky. It wasn't really moving. It needed a little bit of grease. Mm-hmm. So I know it sounds like an excuse, but it truly <laughs> did need some grease. <laughs> Yeah, I have never once beat the other people in my car on that ride. And we've talked about it here in our family. And I'm convinced it's because Alex and I ride on the same side together. And then Charles rides on the opposite side by himself. And so I think whoever's riding by themselves, I think they do better. Yeah, less less stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. I might yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to test better. out the theory. <laughs> Yeah, I did the worst in my when we ended up meeting up with our friends again on another day. And um, yeah, I was the worst in car at that point. <laughs> but I'm not a sore loser. So no, and you're, you're good at other things, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after Toy Story Mania, where to next? We were on our way out. It was getting dark and we were ready to move along. Mm-hmm. So we weren't going to do it, but we did it. We got the num num cookie. Oh my goodness. Okay. There's no way you were able to finish it though, right? No, you know already. Yeah. Like, I wanted it, but it's also at the end of the night. So it was a little bit hard and oh, okay. it, it wasn't as enjoyable. So I didn't feel bad letting it go to waste. We brought it back to Daytona at the mm-hmm. end of the night uh, and we had never ended up really finishing it. So yeah. I feel like that cookie in particular is one that you kind of like eat in the moment or or not. Whereas like yeah. with Gideon's, I feel like they can sit around for a little bit longer. Totally. You could cut pieces of Gideon's oh, cookie. Yeah. yeah. I thought we'd be able to eat the num num cookie the next day, but it just got harder. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Oh, well. Funny thing, though, we did not go home after Hollywood Studios. We could not stop thinking about the sushi from Japan. So, okay. All right. We ended up back at Epcot at the same time as the night before, 7.55. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's your new thing is 7.55 at Epcot. <laughs> Got it. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Hour and five minutes. Uh-huh. So, Soren had the California version playing in Walt Disney World. So that was something cool. And I decided, let's go on Soren. Let's go see it and let's get the sushi. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. We went on Soren. I had a great conversation with the person next to me before the ride started. You know, it was one of those cool moments where you can relate to people. And we just were laughing and talking about the ride. And uh, after Soren, we went over to Japan. Okay, so we went from Soren in the land mm-hmm. all the way around to Japan. And okay. we got to Japan and Like I said, we were sharing a lot of stuff, but this sushi was so good that we got our own orders. So we got two orders of the sushi. We did not get sake. We just got water with it. And we just sat in Japan on a little bench and enjoyed the sushi. That sounds like a perfect way to end the night. Yeah. But on our way out. We didn't care for the fireworks, so we just left right after that. But on our way out, we caught that 
right before you leave the world showcase, if you're leaving on the Canada side okay, and what is it? Australia, the Australia, there's booth, an Australia booth. Right. Mm-hmm. And then on your left, there's, there's Isn't it the one that's like plant-based. I don't know, but it's before Starbucks. Like it's probably, if you're looking at Starbucks, it's to mm-hmm. the left of Starbucks. Okay. Starbucks right there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the Starbucks is kind of like it's as if you've started to step off of the path from World Showcase, like you're like walking yes. over to Imagination or something. Yes. Okay. We got a Nitro Mickey Pop. Okay. All right. Nitro Cake Pop. How was that? Delicious. It was so good. What flavor was it? Chocolate. It was chocolate chocolate. It was like a oh. chocolate cake mm-hmm. it, that had already been dipped in chocolate, but then they dip it in chocolate again, and then they hit it with nitrous. Wow. So it's nice and cold. And we shared that. Okay. We enjoyed that as we walked out. Oh, that sounds good. Sounds so yeah. good. What an amazing day. It was, what a day. Yeah. What a day. Wednesday, November 1st, you were going to hang out in Daytona and maybe come over, but probably not. Was it a family day? It was... A rent a car day. We that was the day we went. Oh, okay. We had to drive back to Orlando, which we didn't anticipate. But after we got the the right car, we headed over to the Florida Mall. So now, remember, it's November first, right? Mm-hmm. So the Florida Mall in Orlando was playing Christmas music and decorated for Christmas, and everything had transformed the next day. So what were you doing at the Florida Mall? Because I have never been to the Florida Mall before on any of my trips. That was my first time too, and it was pretty nice. Um, the reason we were there was because we had stayed at an Airbnb in the Catskills in October, early October, and they had really good pillows and a really nice mattress. Mm-hmm. So we looked at what it was, and it was Casper. Okay. Okay. Casper. So there was a Casper store there. Yeah, they had a Casper store, and we've had trouble with the house in Daytona with our pillows. We and we don't really like the mattress we had there either. So we were like, let's get the Casper pillows. So we went and the mall is very big and it was very hard to find Casper. So we ended up finding it after, after hitting the food court. (laughs) So how are you enjoying your Casper pillows? Love it. But now it's in Florida. So I have to get myself Casper pillows for home too. Well, now that you know you like them, you could just easily order them, right? Exactly. Now I'll just order it online. I know which one I want. Okay. I'm going to have to check these out the next time I have access to one of the stores because I am in the market for a new pillow. Yeah. I just got the normal one. Okay. I didn't get the the hybrid or anything like that because they have pillows that range from about $65 to about like 200. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a wide range. So we were looking at one, the hybrid, and then he just like eyeballed the price and he's like I like the original over there yeah I like the original too (laughs) that's funny you're like yeah this original is looking real nice right now (laughs) oh yeah and it was great it was great to sleep on it really was because if it I've gotten um stiff neck really bad from having the wrong pillow so is a pillow that valuable where I would spend a lot of money on it? Yes, for sure. But Oh, yeah, because it's about quality of sleep. I mean, pillows, mattresses, all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. We just knew the original was that good because we had slept on it at the Airbnb and we loved it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Productive trip to the mall. Anything else happen during that day? 
that day we wanted to really go see family. We were really bummed out that we didn't get to see them. Mm-hmm. We ended up going to Home Depot for my mother-in-law because she's gonna. She ordered some doors for her for the house, so she said, "Oh, can you go get them?" Now remember, we were in a convertible eight series, and these doors were French doors. They were huge and heavy, and luckily Home Depot has truck rental because okay. there was no way we were getting them home in that convertible. Oh my god. So, so we had to rent another car. It was a rent a car day. Oh my god! And and were you even thinking about that? Like you didn't know she was going to ask you to get. The we doors, knew she right? wanted us to get the doors. Okay. We, we knew it was going to be part of the day. Um. So yeah, we knew, and we were we were mentally prepared halfway. My okay. husband really thought he was going to fit these doors in the back of the convertible with the roof open. He just figured we would lay them, uh-huh. and then we saw them, and there was no way, but. The first thing I said to the guy that worked at Home Depot was, "Who wants? Who has a pickup truck and wants to make a few extra bucks? Uh-huh. <laughs> what else we do? We got to get them." Uh, but luckily, they they do twenty dollars for an, seventy five minutes. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. yeah. So we went back and forth. We grabbed the truck, brought it back home, and went back. And then by that point, it was it was nine nine o'clock at night. Oh wow! Okay, so that that, that day. day was done. Yeah. All right. And you were heading back to Daytona. You were sleeping in Daytona. And Thursday, according to my notes, you were heading to Hollywood Studios first thing. Is that what ended up happening? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. But since we didn't really get to spend any time at the house on Wednesday, mm-hmm. we did sleep in again and just enjoyed the morning. This time we got to Animal Kingdom at 1245. Oh, okay. So you, you skipped over Hollywood Studios completely first thing in the morning. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. We, we went to Animal Kingdom. I don't even know how that happened. We just, I guess. Made a wrong turn and found yourself in Animal Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just ended up in Animal Kingdom. We always buy preferred parking, by the way. So mm-hmm. the other day on, on the Tuesday, we had it also. And we got preferred again on Thursday. So Thursday... We went to Animal Kingdom, and my favorite ride ever is Flight of Passage. So mm-hmm. we went and rode Flight of Passage, had my moment. Aww. <laughs> Lewis had his moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he walks off like, oh, that ride. <laughs> it's so beautiful, but it gets me so sick. Oh, no. Yeah. Does it affect him for the rest of the day, or he can kind of shake it off? I think he was okay within about 40 minutes. Okay. He was all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You need to feel good for the rest of Animal Kingdom because yeah. as uh, what I'm going to call foodies, Animal Kingdom is your park for yummy snacks and treats. So did you get anything yummy? We got a few different things. We got a, a margarita, of mm-hmm. African margarita, which was okay. cool. Yeah, we shared that. So it was tasty. It was, I think it was like reddish color. Okay. So it had some type of, I can't remember much about it. Mm -hmm. It was good. And then we walked into a store and that store has a bakery attached to it and they had Christmas cupcakes. Oh, I keep forgetting. It's Christmas time in... Now it's Christmas. Not Hollis, Queens. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens, but it's also (laughs) Christmas time in Disney. So... It was Christmas time. Not crazy amounts in Animal Kingdom, Mm -hmm. but in the bakery, they had it. And then they had merch out. They had the Christmas merch. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
So we got a Christmas cupcake and my lovely husband turned around and the cup, I was, I turned around the cupcake was gone and we were sharing it. Oh no. (laughs) He finished it on me. Uh, It happens. It happens to the best of us. (laughs) Yeah. We just kept it moving, Uh but uh, we didn't do too much other than that. We got cheeseburger pods after we got off a flight of passage and he didn't want to share with me. So we got our own. I guess that day it was not a big sharing day. We got our own cheeseburger pods, which I love. Okay. Question. Cheeseburger pods versus cheeseburger spring rolls. Which one wins? Great question. You ask me the spring rolls. You ask Lewis the pods. We spoke about it and we, I was like, no. I like the crunch. No, you got to have the crunch. I'm with you. I'm with you. you. Team spring roll. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. All right. So anything else in Animal Kingdom? That was that. We had a beautiful time. We walked around. We took a few selfies. We found a spot that you could see the tree from a different angle. And we sat there for a few minutes and talked about it. And we would be like do you see the bat or do you see the snail or do you see, you know, and try to see if we both see the the animals that the other one was seeing. Mm-hmm. So that, I liked that moment. That was, that was a nice moment between us because I'm obsessed with that tree and I could stare at it all day. I know. I remember that you said that if you could find a tattoo artist good enough that you would totally get a tattoo of the tree of life. Yeah. They would, they would have to prove themselves to me. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to go to Disney, you draw it, then we leave and tattoo it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Tony Tats, get ready. (laughs) He's he's one of the people who would probably do that for me. (laughs) What animals would you want to see in that? Like, which ones stand out to you enough to be like, I want this animal showing on the Tree of Life that is permanently on my body? Great question. I think off the top of my head right now, I instantly think of the scorpion because I'm a scorpion. Okay. okay. I think of the owl. Mm-hmm. The owl is gorgeous. Yeah. What else is on there? The turtle is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there, I guess we would go from there. But those three yeah. definitely stand out to me. So if you were going to get it done, you might have to like do some of your own little artistic license of being like, I know these are nowhere near each other on the tree, but I put them together. (laughs) They're not. Yeah. I only saw the scorpion this time because we were at a different angle Mm -hmm. and the bat. I didn't see the bat before. I I don't think think I've seen the bat yet. I took a picture of it too because he didn't see it at first. So I took a picture and zoomed in and then he saw it because it's up high and it's like got its wings open. So it's like on a curve toward the top where the leaves are. Yeah. Such a beautiful. Yeah. I've seen something new every single time. And, you know, I didn't used to walk along the trails that are by the tree. And when I was there in May for my first and only solo trip that I've ever gotten the opportunity to do, I took an opportunity to walk back there with my Starbucks and I was just kind of wandering around and I was just like, I need to do this more often because it was so relaxing. There was hardly anybody back there and you could get some really good pictures of different sides of the tree that you don't normally take a look at from any of the front sections. So, Yeah, it's become something that I do almost every time I'm there mm-hmm. and I love showing it to people who have, have never seen it. Yeah. It's really special. And to do that alone, I would love that. Yeah. 
they want to leave me for an hour by myself in there, I'd be fine. Because like you said, it's very secluded. It's very beautiful. And mm-hmm. you just feel tucked away and you get the, your own personal viewing of the tree. Yeah, very peaceful. And then if the parrots come out, they fly over it, over and around. Yes, I had that happen when I was leaving Animal Kingdom uh, on my Labor Day weekend trip. They were going to come out right as I was getting a photo pass done. And the photographer was like, hold on, let's wait one second because they're going to fly and maybe I can catch them in your photo. And um, they did catch them. They weren't like when she said that, I was kind of like, oh, my God, this is going to be amazing. And it's going to look like some like a a commercial photo for Disney. Like I'm going to be in an advertisement. That's how good it's going to look. I mean, it, it's difficult to capture birds like in their natural flight pattern and make it look all symmetrical and amazing, but it's still pretty cool. So no, definitely, definitely. It's all about you looking at the picture and it bringing you back to when you were there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the magical part. All right. So I have in my notes that you were going to be trying to get over to Disney Springs at some point in the middle of the day to try the Oogie Boogie Cream Puff, but you for sure wanted to end your night at Magic Kingdom. And then I also have a note about Character Warehouse maybe happening. You had a lot. I, I wrote wing it kind of day and... <laughs> we, we winged what it. What were you doing sure. with your, your no, wing? I forgot it. about the Oogie Boogie Puff. I wish I had remembered, but also would it have been there because it was after Halloween? I mean, I don't know. It was, it was two days after. I know that they, yeah. uh, the day before on November 1st, I believe was the very last Halloween party. So I'm wondering yeah. if they still would have mm. considered the Wednesday at least to be Halloween. That went over my head, I guess. I totally forgot about that Oogie Boogie Puff. Mm-hmm. When we went to Disney Springs, I had a Zara gift card. So we actually just went to Zara Mm-hmm. We did some some damage in there. I did good. I stayed within my gift card. My husband did some damage, but he did well because we're going to Mexico. So he he did good. Okay. The, he needed those things for your Mexico yeah. trip. Mm-hmm. Always need. Yeah. <laughs> so we did that for a little bit. And then we headed over to Hollywood Studios because he wanted the green milk. And I agree. I wanted the green milk again, too. So we go to Hollywood Studios and we pull up and we have the preferred. So it was great. Pull up close to the front and my friends that were in town, I had reached out and said, Hey, where are you tonight? She said, Oh, Hollywood studios said, Oh, we're going there to get green milk. She goes, Oh, we just left there." So I said, I'm texting her. Okay. I'll keep an eye out for you. Mm -hmm. And I go to Lewis. I told her I'll keep an eye out for her. And he goes like that. And he points (laughs) and they're right there. It was wow. crazy. The, the luck that you're having with this particular set of friends is amazing. It really was so cool. I love when that happens because Disney World is huge. So it was so cool. We were crossing. He goes, oh, we should go to the bathroom before we go. Okay. And then they were walking right right across our path. Uh-huh. Crossroads. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So with them, we walked back to Galaxy's Edge and we got our green milk and they tasted it, but they didn't care to get their own. And then when we were walking, we were walking back. We just went for green milk mm-hmm. and then we're walking out and we made a pass for Toy Story Mania and Disney's um, guest experience team. They allowed us to add our friends onto the DAS pass for Toy Story Mania. Oh, OK. That was so they got to ride really with nice. us. Yeah. So we all rode together. Lewis won. 
he got the best in, in card. <laughs> yeah. And after that, it's almost like, what do they call it? Deja vu. Mm-hmm. Again, let's get the num num cookie. <laughs> so we got another num num cookie, and this time we ate more of it. Okay, all right. Was it was it less? I I don't want to call it stale because it did not sound. You did not make it sound like it was stale before, but it, you just made it sound like maybe it wasn't as fresh as it could have been. Exactly. Was it better this second go round? It was. It okay. was. And luckily, our friends ate it with us. I do think four people is perfect for that cookie. It's huge. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it is huge. I, I'm trying to think like what you could compare it to in terms of size, but it's not only big in terms of like how big around it is, but it's a very thick cookie. Yeah. So. I feel like it's almost, I mean, call me crazy, but it's almost a half inch thick. Yeah. No, it totally is. Yeah. It's and like I'm, a hockey puck, but bigger around than a hockey puck but as but as thick as a hockey puck yeah Yeah. and almost like bigger bigger than or almost the same size of a ramekin like Mm -hmm. that you would make a creme brulee get a creme brulee in or something yeah so it's great for four people it's a fun snack so from there as we were walking with the num num cookie we Mm -hmm. made a das for rock and roller coaster right and lewis that was the last few minutes he had with his his Mickey snapback. Was it a favorite hat? It was his favorite Disney hat for sure. He always wears a UFC hat Uh because we do martial arts and we love the UFC. So Mm -hmm. he always wears his UFC hat. So I am glad it wasn't that, although that's an easy thing to buy again. I don't know if he's going to find this Mickey Mouse snapback again. Yeah. Yeah. My father-in-law the very first time we went as a family for when Alex was five, we went on Splash Mountain and my father-in-law lost his his favorite hat that they would always wear golfing. And um, so ever since then, we stopped by the bridge right next to Splash Mountain and we take a video of ourselves and we say, Grandpa, we're looking for your hat. And like literally every year, there's all these videos of Alex getting older saying, I'm here looking for your hat, Grandpa. Oh, that's <laughs> it's awesome. so cute. That's so cute. See, even a a sad thing like losing your favorite hat can turn into a family memory. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, I do have a a question. I'm not sure if you would have noticed this or not, but in Rock and Roll Coaster, you know how if you are wearing a magic band, when you go into the building, that sometimes you see your name on a poster. Was that happening this go round for you? Did you notice? It was happening. It didn't happen with my name. I've It's happened okay. with my name before, and you feel so special. Uh-huh. It did happen this time. I think it was the people in front of us that was their name. Okay. I'm, I'm only asking because I feel like the last time we wrote it, it didn't seem like it was working. And then every, every time before that, every time we would go through, for whatever reason, it would always be my name, even oh. though... Charles would be wearing his magic band. Alex would be wearing his magic band. It always, like, to the point, and this poor kid, I mean, he'd be, like, seven, eight years old and be like, I just want to see my name on a poster. And so uh, we would do the thing where, like, as we'd approach the door, I'd be like, you go through the doorway first and, like, hold your hand in front of you and let me me take a beat before I follow you in because I was trying to make it so that it would pick up his name and it never did. So I'm like, is that broken? Is it not gonna ever work again so i'm glad to hear that you saw someone from your party's name and maybe alex can hold out hope to see his name on a poster at some point 
yeah, I, I have faith it's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. All right. So did you end up making it over to the character warehouse at all? No, we didn't go over to the outlets, but that night we didn't stop after Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Okay. I saw that Magic Kingdom was open till 10. Yes. So I, I did the mistake of assuming that fireworks would be at 9. Yeah. So we drive, we left, left our friends and we drive over to Magic Kingdom and all of a sudden we see fireworks. So, of course, it was a bummer, but... What I did was I put Spotify happily ever after on in the car. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we enjoyed it that way. But something that this is a crazy story. I, I was so excited to tell you this story because it's so just ridiculous. First thing is the fireworks already began. So now we're like, oh man, you know. Uh, now we go to Grand Floridian and we're like, okay, we'll go park at Grand Floridian and stop over at the Enchanted Rose, grab a drink. And then since we ha- will have been there, we'll walk the path into the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So when we got there, they said, oh, I'm sorry, the parking lot here is full right now with guests, you know, so we're going to have you park across the street. So they put us like across the street, really far away in this cast member parking lot. So now the excitement of going into the Magic Kingdom is starting to just dwindle a little. Mm -hmm. So we're walking, walking, and it was a little bit difficult to figure out how to find the path. We Mm -hmm. finally found the path. We start walking the path. And all of a sudden, there was a buck, a deer. Oh, not not a dollar bill it was a deer okay (laughs) full-grown deer with antlers oh my gosh wow (laughs) you must have been excited but were you also scared to encounter wildlife like that yeah because yeah yeah one you're on this trail where there's like nowhere else to go Uh uh-huh and this was a big deer it wasn't just like a female deer a little bambi it was like Sven, no. <laughs> it was, it was big. That's not a deer. It's a and reindeer. then he had a friend in the, off in the distance. Uh, oh so we're like creeping along and we're like, okay, you know, on one hand, we got a sign about alligators and snakes. And on the other side, we got deer. So we're just going and the deer could care less about us. So as we're walking, there's a tree in front of us and the tree, like leaves and branches are falling out of the tree. Mm-hmm. So we're like, what's in this tree what what could be in this tree so um, it was like could it be monkeys i'm like no way (laughs) (laughs) i love that that was his guess (laughs) there's no way there's monkeys in this tree but could could it really be birds would birds really be moving that much so we were we were like two city kids like okay we're just gonna run so we ran past the tree and we make it past the tree and the deer because the deer Uh was by the tree too so we made it past and we're just let's keep going to get into the magic kingdom so as we're walking the electrical light parade is on the lake mm-hmm. and as we get closer we see the bridge is up so oh for the light parade to go back where it came from yeah which has happened before but mm-hmm. there were cast members there to close the bridge to let people cross mm-hmm. now there was no signs that this 
pathway was not accessible to the Magic Kingdom at this point. And you walk a decent amount before you get to this bridge to know that it's not letting right. you get over. It's not so like you can be like, oh, let's just hop on the the uh, monorail or something. Like you're really far away from it by that point. Yeah. And we already passed the lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my word. Wow. So behind us now pops out three raccoons. Oh, God. Is that what was in the tree? So we figured out, but not their family was in the tree. The three came out of the bushes and they went to the tree. And I'm like, that's what's in the tree. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're from Queens. Raccoons, you don't want to be anywhere near a raccoon no no i remember distinctly it was a couple of summers more than a couple of summers ago it was probably like it was probably a decade ago at this point i don't know what is time as you get older who knows but yeah. i remember do you remember there were like rabid raccoons in central park and everybody would talk about it it was like yeah. and i remember i had a friend who lived on central park west and i was uh, walking over there to see her and or coming from her apartment or something and like right at the edge of Central Park, there were like maybe three or four raccoons together kind of up on the rock wall, you know, that like between the sidewalk and the beginning of the park. Yeah. And they all kind of like turned their heads and looked at me and like their eyes were glowing. And I was like, oh, my God, they oh, are rabid. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was crazy. Oh, no. I had a raccoon in, in Queens in Glendale when, when I was a kid. This raccoon was like chasing us down the street. Yeah, they're vicious. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So we were... Go, we were laughing, but I was freaking out. We were like freaking out too. Uh-huh. And and the funny thing was these raccoons, they were really cute and they really didn't care about us. Uh-huh. They, they were like the between the deer and the raccoons, they were like Disney Disney wildlife. They were probably, was, they probably looked at you and thought like, "Oh, it's it's Snow White or whatever." They're like, "Whatever." They could care less about us, and we were freaking out. So we ended up having to run. By, we ran by them, and mm-hmm. we were like, "It was like in one of those movies where the people are running, and then they're like, nothing is chasing us.' <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing behind us right now." So, and then you know, there's the monorail and the boats, and people and people in the hotel at the Grand Floridian who somebody had to see this happening, see us just running for no reason. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna so, keep an eye on my TikTok to see if I come across a video of you. <laughs> yes, that would be hysterical. So now, at this point, now we walk all the way back, and we made it almost to the point where we were at our car, and then like the the rocky like mindset in us kicked in Uh we're really not gonna we're gonna let let these things stop us from getting in the park Mm -hmm. we gotta get in the park we gotta get in Mm -hmm. so we went into the grand floridian through the lobby and when we got in there you just smelt the gingerbread the gingerbread house was up wow so that was so cool and we went straight through we enjoyed that for a minute and then we went and we waited for the boat Mm-hmm. So now it's getting later. Obviously. Yeah. What time was this? Do you think? I think, hold on. Let me check my note. Cause I made a note cause we did so much that I. So from eight to about eight twenty was the fireworks. Yeah. That was long over before um, we did the trail. You attempt to park, then you get chased yeah. by deer and raccoons. 
So I'm going to guess that this was at the very least nine o'clock, probably closer to nine fifteen or so. Yeah, for sure. I I want to try and like flashback in my phone really quick to give you because I have a picture. Okay, the gingerbread. It was eight fifty four when I was looking at the gingerbread house. Mm-hmm. Okay, eight fifty four. We were still in the Grand Floridian and we went to get on the boat. But now when we got on the boat, it had to stop at Polynesian first mm-hmm. and then go. So we stopped at Polynesian. Everybody got off. I thought we were going to be the only people crazy enough to be going into the Magic Kingdom at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But then this family came and they went on too. So, you know, maybe 9.05, 9.10, 9.15 around there is when we finally checked in and walked into the park. Okay. All right. So we had about 45 minutes. Okay. So what did yeah. you get done in the 45 minutes? So we made it in. We had about 45 minutes to spare. We stopped over at Cosmic Rays and got some chicken nuggets and french fries. Right outside of Tomorrowland, there's a little spot where there's a bridge and and there's some benches and you can see the castle. So we Mm -hmm. sat there and really peacefully just ate our chicken nuggets and fries. And then by 9.50 p.m., we got on Space Mountain. Okay. All right. So is that the only ride you did that night? That was the only ride we did that night. And it was so much fun. Space Mountain is just like a giggle attack. Like I just giggle and laugh like the whole time on that ride. I have so much nostalgia for Space Mountain because the first time I went to Disney when I was in high school on like a high school trip, um, that's the one ride where I very specifically have memories of like waiting in line with my friends and being like a little nervous because I wasn't a big coaster person back there. I I think if I looked at myself now here at the age I'm at and the fact that I will ride like anything, um, it would probably shock teenage me. But um, anyway, I love Space Mountain. There's just something about like the sounds as you walk through the queue, those little like sounds. And, you know, it just there's I get like a real sense of like I'm at Disney when I walk in there. Yeah, it's nice to be on something that Walt Disney helped create mm-hmm. that wasn't yeah. made later. Yeah, yeah. It's so much fun. I the only, My only complaint about it is that, and this is a complaint about me, I guess, is that the older I get, <laughs> the more I'm like, oh, my God, this is rickety. <laughs> you start to realize. I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> I can't see anything. What's going on? Is this okay? Is this going to be all right? I swear, I think, like, now when we go over the hills it like jumps and it feels like it's going to come loose from the tracks like i know it's not going to but it feels like it's going to and i also feel like it's almost like you get a chiropractic adjustment or something oh yeah i'm always i find myself like ducking i find like am i gonna hit my head i'm more like yeah yeah and you can't raise your arms on that one no way i'm more like just hovering no. and laughing and like, oh my God. <laughs> so good. So though. that was a really nice way to end it. And, mm-hmm. you know, in a nutshell, really just briefly to let you know what we did after that was the very next day, we did pop by to see some important family members, got to give some hugs and say hello. And then we drove to Miami and stayed there for a few days, which was really nice. Good way to wind down. Yeah. Well, what a fun trip. And it just, I love your attitude about, you know, going with the flow and just kind of, uh, you know, getting what you can done. And I love how, what foodies you are. Um, 
you know, I hope that one day maybe we'll run into each other in the parks and can go have a drink together or something. Cause love that. You've been so much fun, Bianca. I've really, really enjoyed talking to you. I really enjoyed talking about it with you. I had so much fun speaking about it and I've learned so much now from you too. This is Uh, awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm so, I'm so blessed to be able to talk to people about this. I'm so like, I just, I'm glad I made the leap to do this because I think that I always wanted to do something kind of like this. And it's, it's about these connections and just having a good time. And, um, you know, I just can't believe I I actually followed through on it and here I am doing it. And now I get to talk to people like this all the time and it's, it's so much fun. So it's part of being in love with what Disney has created with what Walt Disney and Mm -hmm. the whole team has created is following your dreams and, dreaming of something and just seeing it come to light mm-hmm. yeah. going with it and bringing people together. And I told you before yes. we started recording, you know, I'm, I'm heading out to dinner tonight with, with some of my Disney ladies here in New York mm-hmm. city. Um, listeners will know uh, Jeanette from a previous episode and Maria from a previous episode and my oh. friend Nancy, who will be on a future episode. So, um, you know, like all these people that I've like come together with, um, you know, Disney and it just, it's such a fun and supportive community. So happy to now include you in, in my Disney community. So happy to be part of it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. And I hope you have a good rest of your night. Thank you. And have a magical time with your friends. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you again to Bianca for agreeing to come on the show. You were so much fun, and I really do hope we get a chance to talk in person sometime in the future. If you are interested in connecting with Bianca, you'll find all her info in the show notes. And with that, it's time to say goodbye, to wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving, and remind you that whatever you have going on right now, keep daydreaming about where you long to be. (music) 